And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Zombie Parkour. Learn to climb, jump, and tumble without becoming more dead. Private and group lessons available. Zombie Parkour. Previously on What Is Not. This this portal just opens up and it swallows up the car. Zeke, the fate of the world lies in our hands. We don't have time for your carnal desires. Well, basically, there is an evil corporation. Cryptocore, you probably are aware of them, generally. Uh, They've been capturing ghosts and spirits and monsters and using them for nefarious capitalist purposes. And uh, we're going there right now to rescue some of our friends that have been captured. I will make everyone else invisible as we go through the front gate. You're headed south on that road towards Cryptocore. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad's going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all of these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Pelayan, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. We are going to Cryptocore, so how long does it take us to get there? It's probably five minutes down this road, and there are maybe one or two cars coming in and out. There's a lot of security, and everybody's being checked. They're doing the whole mirror underneath the car thing. They've got dogs out. Okay, so it seems like now is time. Hoobly doobly, zibbly zobbly, and busy wizzy busy boo. Oh my god. <laughs> You don't understand how magic works. It's no wonder Zeke wanted to kiss him. (laughs) (laughs) Obvi. I don't understand how magic works. Okay, uh, nine plus three of weird is uh, 12. Ooh. Whoa. Okay, so my understanding is, is that everybody except Beth, Donovan, Ambrose, and Kevin disappear. And the... Yeah, red panda. the red panda. And the red panda. That's right. Okay, so five of you are disappeared. 
and Bruce, Drew, Susan, and Kev. Uh, no, and Susan. So just three of you were invisible. Okay, so we're going to try to, wherever the furthest way from any doors is where the invisible people are. Okay, so you're all huddled kind of in the middle of the... Do we know how long this invisibility will last? Because it was successful, I'd say you've got a good hour. And after all that, Donovan's going to say, Oh, by the way, uh, Drew, I'm magic. (laughs) And now you're invisible. Don't worry. It's all part of the plan. (laughs) (laughs) There's some major eye rolling, but you can't see it because she's invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Poor girl. That's a good question, since it's Donovan's magic. Can he still see the people that are invisible, or they're invisible to him, too? I don't know. Donovan, what do you think? I think I probably can still see them, but they're, like, trans transparent, you know, like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay. All right, so you drive up to the gate, and they're, like, scanning and looking underneath the car with the mirror. The dogs are going a little crazy, and one of the guards comes up and goes, uh, where are you going? We've got a, another one, and I indicate with a, a head nod towards the Red Panda to bring in. Zeke waves. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of eyes you. He's like, all right, do you have a work order or some sort of paperwork I can be looking at? We don't need paperwork, I say, as I wave my hands slowly towards him. <laughs> For a Star Wars move, I was <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Okay. These are not the paperwork you're looking for. A <laughs> uh, total of nine. <laughs> okay, so you go, <laughs> you do not need paperwork. <laughs> and he goes and makes the exact same hand gesture and goes, actually, I do. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> this sounds like a job for Bruce. He's invisible. Oh. But he could still access PDFs online, no? Ambrose and Kevin would probably know something. Well, yeah, but they're but they're kind of sitting there in a, you know, pretending to be... Oh, orderly mode. Yeah, kind of in stasis. Even though he's invisible, couldn't uh, Bruce still, like, download a PDF online, some form, and hand it off to Donovan? Or whomever is talking to the guards? Is the phone invisible? <laughs> <laughs> the phone is invisible, yes. I think we need some fast talking, or is that GURPS? While you guys are trying to, like, I, I'm assuming that you two are kind of padding around to see, like, where's the paperwork to kind of stall. Oh, my goodness. I just had it on me a moment ago. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm, I'm sorry, Sarah. One of the other guards kind of walks across the front of the vehicle and kind of gets the guy at at the window's attention and points out that the front of the van is all kind of scratched up and bent in. Oh, yeah. This guy's a lot... I mean, he looks cute now, but when we first found him, he was nine feet tall and he was a real bear to get in. (laughs) (laughs) He's a big fight, big fight. He messed up the van. It's... We're lucky. We're lucky we got got him when, when we did. I think, you know, during the fight, during the scuffle, maybe that, maybe the paperwork, maybe that's when we lost it. I don't, do you have the paperwork, Agent Smith? I say it, uh, looking at Beth. Roll manipulate someone. Okay. (laughs) This is going well. Ooh, what's manipulate someone plus? Charm. That's charm. Oh, great. I think I'm charming. Hold on. 
<laughs> oh, charm is zero. Well, it doesn't matter, though, because ten without a point. He goes, Jesus, nine feet tall? Like, these things are crazy. Like, dude, I need a new job. Um, all right. I don't want that thing, like, hulking out here in the parking lot. Go ahead and, like, he waves you guys through. He's like, they're fine, guys. They're fine. Just, just go ahead. I give him kind of a military-style salute and uh, then eyes forward. All right, he does not respond to that because he's a security guard, not a military personnel. He just kind of goes, all right, buddy, whatever, and waves you through. Success. <laughs> Nicely done. Woo. Thank God. <laughs> where are we driving to? Yeah. Is it an obvious place where we're going? The orderlies probably know. Probably some kind of a loading bay for cryptids. They really don't know because, again, they don't, remember a lot they just get little flashes and most of it's like walking around inside the building um is there any obvious like can can beth see any obvious loading area well wouldn't zeke know i mean maybe he should un red panda and explain this and then red panda again i mean because zeke would know where they need to go because he works there that's true or he could just use his sign language skills well you have to do an interpretive dance to music that's what we've learned <laughs> from bruce yeah bruce Soundtrack, please. <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I'm at a loss. Um, I think we've already played some Enya in the past, right? We, have, we have played some Enya. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Feels like that Enya would always be the answer. <laughs> uh, Ray Lynch's Deep Breakfast. What's that? Ray Lynch, Deep Breakfast. It was that same kind of moody... Enya S stuff from the 80s. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, let's do that. So Zeke is like kind of rattling in the cage to be like, yo, I know where to go. And all of you are kind of like, I don't get it. And then Bruce goes, oh, but I do. And he plays that music. Uh, roll Act Under Pressure, Matt. By the way, Bruce doesn't talk. <laughs> oh, yes. No, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a verbal O. <laughs> if it was a comic book, it would have been a little exclamation point in a little thought bubble. Oh, you know, Joe, these, uh, they're pretty die, but um, uh, three, no, no, I'm sorry, uh, two threes, so that means six, and act under pressure, I get a plus zero, so yeah, six. But Bruce is helping out. Go ahead and give a uh, help out roll, Bruce. Okay, do I get to use both die or just one? Yeah, both die. That is an eight. Yeah, that's fine, that works. So basically, Zeke communicates to go over where all the big explosions and stuff happened and all the construction work was being done. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Remember there was that area that you guys could never get into? Oh, okay. It's time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is Bruce like directing, directing Beth now? I think the there's a little well, a red panda paw that's like pointing outside of the cage, going like to the, take a left. <laughs> I think that Zeke had tucked his iPhone into the the strap of his jock strap, which I presume he's still wearing, and he kind of pulled up Apple Maps and was pointing out in a zoomed in level the specific building that the thing needed to go to. <laughs> okay. I meant. Oh my god, I, I see this little red panda like smushing his paws against the iPhone <laughs> and like widening it. That's adorable. <laughs> it's less adorable when you think about where the iPhone just was. 
I don't think red pandas have pockets. They're not marsupials, so that's kind of the best I could do. It's fair. <laughs> All right, so you pull the van around the back, and you are in a very familiar area of, well, t- familiar to Zeke and Bruce, of the compound where all the construction had been taking place. And it looks like at this point, most of it has been finished. What do you do? All right, everyone. So I guess we got to get out, get the panda out, and us that are invisible into the uniforms. Um, but we can take advantage of this invisibility as long as it lasts. Yeah, I think that sounds good. So let's file out. I think uh, we'll be in a, like the two of us, Beth and I in front, followed by Zeke flanked on either side by the orderlies. And then the crew, everyone else in uniform, but invisible behind them as we yeah. as we enter the area, right? Mm-hmm. Is Zeke still in the cage? Is being rolled through like a circus, or is he able to walk? No, I think we took took him out. I was picturing him in the cage, being carried by either Kevin or Ambrose. Am I am I wrong? No, that's right. No, that's probably how they would do am- a monster. That makes more sense. Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to lock the cage or anything. I mean, you can. True. Yes, that would be wise. No, the cage is not locked. It's just shut. All right. Okay, let's let's do this. Is there a back door that we could see that we're going into? We really like back doors. <laughs> <laughs> if that's an option. We definitely want to pursue that. <laughs> All right. So yes, it's actually the door that Bruce and Zeke went in through the first time they were here when they took the Instagram photos that disappeared on the interwebs. But now when you go in, the elevator seems to be functional and it has it's all been repaired and closed up. There's been a nice fresh coat of paint on the wall. Remind us what it is we're doing here. We're rescuing the people who are locked up. And we are trying to find a cure for Kevin and Ambrose. We need answers, and we're trying to take down Cryptocore. Well, that's quite a few items on the goal list there. We started with some very specific goals, and then near the end, we got real big picture. (laughs) (laughs) And we're trying to solve climate change. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I think we didn't know what we were going to see. So it's basically we're there seeing what we see, and we'll make decisions as we go, I guess. I'm also kind of keeping an eye out for my brother-in-law. But um, yeah, I think the first step is to find where our friends are locked up, which is probably in the same place that we would presumably be delivering our red panda catch to. So logical uh, uh, thought process. Yeah. So is Zeke directing us? Yes. Wait, does Zeke even know? Zeke, I don't think Zeke's been yeah, down. Yeah, Zeke knows. As long as Joe hasn't said he doesn't, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Zeke knows. <laughs> Well, like I said, Zeke assumed, because he's an intelligent individual, that the place that they couldn't get into before is probably where they need to go now. Right. So he knows that he needs to go into that building, and you guys need to go down that elevator, but what you see beyond that, he will not have any experience with. True. All right, so we're heading to the elevator. Yeah. Does Zeke still need to be a red panda now that we're inside, or shall I shift back to be a little more useful? I think we should continue the ruse of us escorting you as a prisoner to the cages for now. All right. Yeah, at some point we might need you to be Zeke here, but 
Maybe not yet. Can we all fit in the elevator? Yeah, it's a sizable elevator. Okay. All right. So we're all in there. If you let us get there. Yes, you're fine. But there is a panel. It's not a, they're not buttons like you see in most elevators. It's a touchscreen type panel. And it gives you the option of ground floor, which is where you're at. First floor, I'm sorry, second floor, because it's not Europe. Uh, second floor, which would be up, or basement, which is down. Bruce pet presses all the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> we probably want the basement, but... That fun. seems most reasonable. <laughs> Drew and Matt, go ahead and make a sharp roll. Not for experience. So we're investigating a mystery. Is that what we're doing? Um, no. When I just have you roll plus sharp, it's usually to see if your character remembers something. Oh, okay. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Six. My sharp is zero, so it's six. How's Bruce doing? Nine. Okay. So you remember when you took your pictures that you were looking down a elevator shaft that was considerably deeper than one floor. Mm-hmm. So that is the information I am giving you that you remember. Helpful. Is there, is there anything else on the panel, like a, a different button or? Uh, Susan, why don't you investigate a mystery? Ooh, wow. That's a 12, 13, 14. That's a 15. I'm rolling really good. Today. Wow. I've only okay. had one bust. You can tell that there is room on the panel for additional floors beneath it because it's just black glass space. But it looks like there might need to be some sort of key card or badge or identification code that would allow you to like you need to hold something up to there to to get it to go. Donovan, I am thinking that the basement and the second floor where we'll probably be going shortly. It's not where we want to go, but we might need a little magic because I don't think any of us has a card, right? I kind of look around, even though nobody can see me. Do the orderlies have a card? Ambrose holds up his little ID badge. It just has like a number on it. And he's like, oh, maybe. Let's try it. He gives it to Donovan. I take it and I'll I'll go ahead and um, swipe it or, or whatever. Hold it up to the reader, whatever you do with this card. It beeps, and you see three floors appear underneath the basement floor that was already there. All right. Take it away, Bruce. (laughs) Well, let's go, I suppose, to the bottommost floor? Yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the elevator kind of does a little lurch, and it lowers down and bips next to the basement floor and it bips when it gets to the sub basement under that another one for the basement under that and then finally it slows down and the door opens up and it looks like something out of a horror film it looks like a long dark hallway of an abandoned hospital the lights are for the most part out there's a flickering fluorescent lamp here or there that is not terribly bright it just kind of flickers on and off and so ahead of you you see a light all the way down at the end of the hall but right now you are looking at a relatively dark dingy 
hallway with various rooms on either side of the the hallway. And it has kind of like what looks like it would be if it was a hospital, like a nurse's station. There's not currently anybody at the nurse's station. I would like to look around specifically looking to see if there's any sort of security, you know, like cameras or laser motion sensors, any, any kind of security system that we might accidentally trip or show up on. Roll an investigative mystery. All right. Being smart now. A total of eight. You do notice that there is at least one camera that is kind of scanning the hallway in front of you. It's diagonal from the nurse's station. So if the nurse's station is to your left across a little hallway, then the camera is right above. You kind of peek out and it's right above the, the elevator. So it doesn't see you yet. Okay. But if you leave the elevator in any sort of large way, it will be. Okay. So Donovan will, will say just barely loud enough for everyone to hear. There's a security camera over on the right. As long as we stay in character and act like we belong here, it will probably be okay. And can I like take advantage of my invisibility and go investigate the nurse's station? I want to see if there's any keys or. Sure. Go ahead and. Roll investigative mystery. Six, seven, eight, nine, uh, twelve. Damn. I know. I'm on a roll. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. See what you did there? I, yeah. <laughs> the nurse's station looks like it hasn't been used in a very long time. There are some indications that this floor hasn't been completely rebuilt since the explosion that allowed Daisy to escape. And so nobody is really currently stationed here. There are some papers strewn about, but you don't see anything particularly obvious. There are like badges, but they look like they've kind of been broken up and burned. There was some damage done here when the explosion went off, but there's really nothing of use for you guys. So if can I go to a door? Is there a window on these doors? Yeah, it's very much like an ICU. So there's like a window with lines on the inside. A lot of them are kind of askew. And inside you can see various hospital beds. You can see what looks like almost like dentist chairs. From where you were standing there, you can see at least one window right across from you and one um, window off to the side. The one right across from you looks like it's a bit of a, like a bedroom, like a hospital room. And the one next to it looks like it's some sort of operating station. It looks a little it looks a little creepy. Okay, I go back to the group and I just also on a whisper and like I feel like those of us who can't be seen should just fan out, look in the windows to see if anyone's here. We might be on the wrong floor. It's a good idea. Do 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 Bruce taking full advantage of this offer. <laughs> do 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 Okay, so what you're looking at in this hallway is it's basically kind of T-shaped with the top of the T being at the elevator. And so there's a long hallway straight ahead, and there's two shorter hallways off to either side. Um, The only light really, other than the occasional flicker of a burning out fluorescent, is at the very end of the long hallway. Okay, so my goal is just for for us to just kind of go down the hallway and look in the windows and just see if there's anybody, see if we can hear anything or see that there's any sign of life on this floor. 
We're just trying to identify if we're on the wrong floor or not. All right. Anybody who is invisible, which I think is Drew, Bruce, and Susan, right? Those are the only three? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the three of you each can roll a investigative mystery. And Beth, why don't you roll for Drew? Okay. Seven. I got a 12. I swear I'm not. I'm literally rolling the dice. I I am. I got a nine. Okay. So Drew and Bruce each get a question. And what did you get, Mandy? I got a 12. Okay. So you get two out of our standard questions. I'm going to say my first one is what is being concealed here? Immediately what you see is that this was obviously a place where they did kind of research on living beings, and you're kind of assuming more human beings because nothing in this hallway suggests that there was anything set up for non-human patients. It looks like this is very much a standard, typical hospital-type setup. Because everything is in the dark and kind of shut down and unused, the fact that the light's on down at the end suggests that there is at least something going on at that end of the world. So that's where I'm headed. And my second question, I just, I'm looking for, I guess it still goes under the concealed. I'm looking for living, something living. Like I'm looking to see what's behind these doors. So can I go toward the light with Bruce? I'm not going by myself. It's a terrifying hallway. Yeah, I will say that you can tell right away that there's nothing living in any of the, the rooms that are in this dark hallway because they're obviously like doors are open. They're, like it, it, it very much looks like it has not been cleaned up since a bomb went off. Hmm. But if you're going down towards the end of the hallway, where do you stop going down the the end of the hallway? Like, do you go all the way down and look down both sides? What are you doing? Going all the way down, looking down both sides. Okay. So on the left hand, like if you were to turn left, there's nothing to the right other than just like another door. If you turn to the left, there seems to be a security guard standing in front of you know how like hospitals have the big double doors in a lot of spaces it's like one of those big double doors okay and it's a security guard down there yeah and she's she's standing there kind of at attention just you know existing can i tell if there's like a place be like is there a significant amount of room behind her like what's what do i see behind her or is there more rooms you can see that the hallway behind her and through that door is lit the light to the right, if you look down the right side, there's a similar door, but there's no guard in front of that door, and it's dark beyond that door. Okay. Bruce, do you want to do any further investigating? Um, did you ask what is being concealed here? I did, but about the prior hallway. Oh, okay. Um, so you can ask it again, I think, right? Yeah. Sure, let's do that. Bruce recognizes this for some reason or another. He gets very much like maybe he saw it in a movie or something, but he feels like the way the guard is standing and just kind of the positioning of everything is that that's where people would be if they didn't want anybody to escape or come towards them, if that makes sense. Like, that's where they would hold people if they wanted to keep them contained in a specific area. Okay, I... I kind of tug on Bruce. I want to go back to the group and I want to come up with a new plan. 
Does Drew have a, a question, Katie? No, I don't think so. You gonna hold on to yours? Uh, should she have a question? She should probably have a question, right? Well, I mean, you can just take it forward. You can hold a question until later. Yeah, let's hold it for later just in case we need it. Okay. Okay, so we go back. I say that, okay, so there's a guard down there. And I think that there, I don't know if it's people, though, that are being held or if it's creatures. So we could go down the hallway with the panda and pretend like we don't know where we're going. We might be in the wrong spot and we could see what happens. And by you guys creating a distraction, like Bruce and I can kind of go beyond the guard and see what else there is to see. Okay. Unless somebody else has another idea, but they're definitely hiding something back there. Again, I just, I don't know if it's creatures or people. It seems more like possibly people. What if we try to incapacitate the guard and just slide on in there? We could do that too. I don't know if we need to do that immediately. I We don't know what she's hiding and if it, it pertains to us. Well, let's just, the, the four of us and the red panda who are all visible... Let's just walk up there like we belong there and see how she reacts to us. And if while she's interacting with us, there's a way for you invisible types to sneak in, then take that opportunity. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Skulking around the sub-basement is like getting to that secret level in a video game. Hello, this is Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. Not much to report today. We get a lot of comments about cautious optimism, but not a lot for what is not. So if you're listening, let us know what's up. Send us your questions or comments. You can post them to our Slack channel, where we often have fun conversations. To join, all you need to do is go to geek2geekmedia.com and find the link under the Contact Us tab. We are also on other social medias. You can find us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP or on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. Or you can always email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. You can follow our cast in their other internet endeavors. Todd is now full-time co-host on Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. You can also read Todd's book, Tag Your IT, by going to ToddSullivanBooks.com. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Sunday, December 11th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism, and then again on December 18th with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see if the hunters can find their friends right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down, when you're just looking to laugh and have fun, kick back and enjoy watching a video game, or just make some new friends, it's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. Okay, 
So you walk down the hallway and the four visible people carrying the cage with the red panda Zeke turn the corner and the guard stands up and she's like, what are you doing here? Bringing in a prisoner. We're not keeping creatures down here. Like, why would you bring that down here? This, this is for human prisoners only. Like you need to, you need to take that thing back to the actual, you know, we're not, we're not keeping any creatures here right now. Okay, while this conversation is happening, can Bruce and I fan out? Bruce does not have to roll, because he's agile, so he doesn't have to act under pressure to kind of stealth in. So he can, I'm going to say, be able to get through, but Susan's going to have to roll. Ninja Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) See if my luck holds. Five, six, seven, ten. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. What's stealth? You're, you're acting under pressure, so it would be... Oh, for you, it's plus three, isn't it? Cause, oh, okay, it'd be cool, but uh, for me, it's sharp, so ten, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you're able to both kind of sneak through. You actually are able to push through the door and close it without any click even, so... Yes. Okay. I look over at Beth. I thought this is where they said to, to bring them, right? Am I... Am, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are we... Am I in the wrong place? Agent Smith, uh, where did where were we supposed to bring this one? Last time I checked, they told us to bring creatures down here. Since when did that change? Since the entire wing blew up and a bunch of them escaped. Wow, I didn't get that memo. Did you get that memo, Agent Smith? No, we didn't, we didn't get that memo. <laughs> the red panda waves at Agent Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you roll a manipulate someone, and I'm going to say plus one because you guys are are playing off of each other, so you each get a plus one. Wow. What is... What is it? Manipulate someone is plus what? Plus charm. Charm. Well, I got a total of 11 then, including the plus one you get. I have... Nine. Okay. She's annoyed. And she leans over to the radio on her shoulder and she calls some call sign. She's like, I've got a couple of orderlies here and a couple of guards who are carrying a cryptid and want to bring it into detention area three. Are we are we letting cryptids back down here? Like, I don't understand what's going on. And there's like a um, as it, she clicks off the radio and then they click back. Who exactly is uh, reporting and why? What are they? What what creature are they carrying? Oh, I think we need to put an end to this conversation. <laughs> I think that's the end of that. It's a boring conversation, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it already started. So the thing is, is if we were gonna like, yeah, it would have had to be before the phone. <laughs> Knock her unconscious or something. Yeah. Well, maybe Donovan needs to do some kind of spell. So she goes, oh, sorry, I'm I'm misunderstood. I I mistook a a mouse running through the hallway for a cryptid or. No. Sure. (laughs) It sounds believable. (laughs) All right. Just trying to delay while we find out if we do need to. Exactly. We don't want this escalating to a. 
That's okay. If I, there's one thing I know about bureaucracy, it's once the person has to call for uh, support from their, their boss, we've got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> All right, so you want to would you want to do some sort of spell? Um, yeah, well, or do you want to just try and fast talk your way out of it? I mean, we can try. You fast talk your way out of a red panda in a cage. No, but. I mean, we could say something like where are we supposed to go? <laughs> like if we're not supposed to come down here, then what are we supposed to do with and then like but we don't point- want the supervisor like investigating further and finding out we're not supposed yeah. to be there. Okay, well, here here so Oh, right. Look, I don't want to make a whole big thing. We'll take we'll take them upstairs to the regular place, and if if we're supposed to bring them back down here, we'll come back with the proper with our boss or whatever. Well, let's just I just want to get this guy in a cage. You know what I mean before he gets in any trouble. So, come on, Smith. Let's let's head out of here. She nods and she's like, "Hold on, let me make sure you know where you go, so you're not wasting your time." Oh, sure, yeah. She calls back to them and she's like, "Um." They may have the wrong space. Where, where are we keeping? Where are we keeping our cryptids? No, 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 no. Um, there would be a different word for it. Um, subjects, animals. Yeah, something like subjects. But yeah, it's not subjects. I'll I'll think of it later. Participants. Um, yeah, something shady that doesn't say hi. We're keeping prisoners down here. Um, our volunteers. Where are we keeping our subjects? Our, our specimens. There we go. Where are we keeping our specimens currently? And he calls back. Well, we really no. None are none are supposed to be kept on site right now. They shall be sent over to the hold. Where are these people? She's like, well, they're standing right in front of me. Have them report to the main security checkpoint, and we'll see if we can figure out where they're supposed to be. Uh oh. Okay. All right. And she goes. Yeah. Just I guess just go back up to the main security, and uh, you know that thing's not going to like explode or anything right zeke waves with both hands to reassure her i mean you know how these things are i i hope not thank you so much for checking though we'll go we'll go talk to them at main security we'll get this all sorted out yeah thank you for your help that took about five minutes like how much time Yeah, i'll get to you i'll get to you a second soon um she says she says hey no i get it like it's nice to have somebody to talk to down here it's kind of it's kind of quiet lonely so yeah yeah how did you what what did you do wrong to get this post (laughs) this is oh my god i don't know i can say i don't like walking around with those things and she like indicates to the orderlies she goes so I'm, i'm glad i don't have your job sure but you know a job's a job man i gotta pay i gotta pay the bills well, I think we can agree every job at this place is terrible. <laughs> I hear you. The red panda nods in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we'll, you know, we'll casually, but like we belong there, head on out, I guess. All right. So you guys walk back down. Um so now, while this has all been going on, Susan, what you doing? We went through the door, so I guess I wanna see what I can see. You're looking at a hallway, and unlike the previous hallway where there was, like, ICU windows and then a door, most of those were open. Now you're just kind of seeing closed doors with little thin windows to look into. So are you just going and looking into each window? Like, what are you doing? Well, I'm there with Bruce, and so I look at Bruce, and I I start going down the one side, and I'm looking in, in windows. Okay, so I'll say that Bruce is going down the right side. You're going down the left. Is that cool with you, Bruce? Lots of ninja rolls and backflips and all sorts of cool moves while he makes his way down. <laughs> Which completely <laughs> wasted because he's invisible. 
<laughs> He's doing them for nobody in particular but himself, and I, I respect that. <laughs> All right. So the first couple of doors you see, they're obviously locked by like keypad. So you can either punch in a code or you can use some sort of key card that will let you in. But the first door that each of you see when you look in, you see a couple of kind of disheveled people in like hospital gowns and maybe sweatpants here or there. Like they, they look like they're just kind of patients just sitting around these dingy rooms that have like, they look like prison cells, honestly. The next two doors, you see orderlies, more orderlies, and they're just kind of standing in the middle of the room, just not moving at all. They're just standing still in the center of the room like they were mannequins. There are, I would say, the next two are also more orderlies just standing there. Occasionally, one will like shift position a little bit, but for the most part, they're pretty still. And then at the end of the hallway, there are the last two rooms and a bigger room at the very end. On the one side, the room on the left has your Uber driver, Brian. Oh, Brian. Oh. As well as Sigmund and uh, Sam Stanley. And then you have on the other side, Carl Eddington, who is the the security guard from CryptoCore that helped you get out of the hold this last time. And Lou and Athena. <laughs> I just start crying again. Oh my god, oh my Susan. God. Get it together. She's lost <laughs> it. Completely lost it. Um, I see Athena and I obviously lose it. Um, but I try to lose it as quietly as possible. Um, yeah, so how many how many guards are there? There's one guard because the there's really no way in or out of these doors without some sort of lock, a key code, or card. And so it's just her there to kind of hit a, a, a panic button if something bad happens. Bruce wants to take her out. Yeah, yeah, I'm all over that. I'm good. I'm I'm. I'll be right behind you. Except I can't see you, but I could hear you. <laughs> Bruce wants to basically sneak up behind this one guard. And put her, it's a female, Mm -hmm. put her into a like WWE sleeper hold and put her out really quietly so nobody can hear it happen. Okay, go ahead and roll some kick some ass. With pleasure. (laughs) Oh boy. That is a 11. Yes! (laughs) Okay, so the security guard is sitting there. A little bit of a smile on her face because she hasn't talked to anybody in a couple hours. And so that was kind of, it was a little bit of excitement that she's uh, not had in a while. And then all of a sudden, without any warning, she thinks she hears the door behind her open. And she turns around and there's nobody there. And then the next thing she knows, something has her around the neck and she is falling to the floor. Next time on What Is Not. Cryptocore is not who they seem. The creature who threatened your daughter was one of theirs. Don't trust what they tell you and parrot what they say. Seek the truth. Speak the truth. I know we can trust you, Jason. Do you think when they bring people down here, they have them sit in a room and give a PowerPoint on all of their dark plans? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. 
You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 